up, everybody? Welcome to the Good Trouble Podcast, where we have curated conversations for racial and economic justice in the Commonwealth. It's a pleasure to be one of your co-hosts, Mr. Reginald Williams, here with my esteemed co-host, Mr. Gregory Ball. Greg, how are you feeling today? You know, one day, Reggie, I'm going to feel, I'm going to rise to this uh this level of esteem that you always put me at each week when we do the introduction. <laughs> I feel like once I get to that, once I actually am the guy you introduce, mm. I feel like I'm going in the right direction. But right now I'm feeling nice and regular. It's been a lot that we've been doing. And today is a little bit different than our, our normal conversation. Normally we have a superstar guest, but today yeah. it's a, a homegrown situation where it's just the two of us ruminating on all things uh, that are important in the world and maybe some things that aren't. And, you know, we're just going to have a nice conversation today, man. I'm looking forward to it. This is one of my favorite times during the week. And I, I appreciate that I get the opportunity to, to, to connect with people in general. But I think this is an opportunity for us to talk and, you know, to get the troublemakers out there. You see, I had to slide that in. I'm trying troublemakers. I'm trying to make that a thing, strong right? branding. I'm trying to make that a thing, Reggie. If we could get the troublemakers as a thing. Well, hashtag troublemakers unite. You know, we out here. We out here. <laughs> there you go. See, you just came. This is why you come to the table. You bring your 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 acumen and you took what I had and took it to another level. I just had a name. You created a movement. Bong. Just like that. Hopefully DJ Teddy Tay will put that in the show notes. Um, but, you know, yes. we're glad to be here with y'all today and to be able to chop it up and to reflect on all the great progress that our organizations, King Boston and the Massachusetts Budget and Policy Center, Mass Budget, have been able to undertake recently. And, you know, rest is part of the work. So, you know, Fridays feel good for me <laughs> in general. And I'm always glad to have conversations with you and our guests, Greg. Yes. So, I mean, listen... The best part about Fridays is now we're Fridays in the summertime, baby. A little sunshine, you know. And and it's it's interesting though that I think that what I love is that I'm seeing more and more companies, more and more people um prioritize and and recalibrate themselves to allow folks to bring or to include the um self-care and joy and those pieces in 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 the work and actually making it such a priority that they're putting it in the schedule and they're making it, um, making it a priority, you know, places like the Boston foundation, um, have summer Saturday or summer, uh, Fridays. And, you know, our, our, our hours are a little bit different and, you know, obviously we have incredible work that's important that we have to do. And, and it's as business dictates, but, you know, you have the opportunity to plug that in and it makes you, makes you be able to take advantage of the summer and, and, and the you know get some sunshine on your face. That's that's how you get your 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 energy back to be able to continue to stay in the work. And I think it's that's essential. I think if if nothing else, the pandemic has shown us the importance of of taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. Um, and for us at Mass Budget, we have we've had summer Fridays and we've moved towards more of a flex time policy where you know with some reduced work hours, giving folks back some time to take care of themselves. You're able to, you know, kind of set set your work, uh, like your workflow accordingly with the support of the team and making sure that we're, you know, getting our research and analysis out, that we're staying grounded and rooted in community and our partnerships. But it's great to have an employer that really takes to task having those conversations in a way that's human centered. So 
uh, really responding to the needs of our workforce in a timely fashion. And, you know, we've been doing this now for two plus years, working remotely, being at home, you know, like I spend a lot of time glued to a Zoom meeting. It's nice to be able to get get outside, take a walk, you know, take a break without feeling like everything, every ball is going to potentially drop if you step away from the work. And it's really just important also as well to, to remind ourselves that the sense of urgency that a lot of us are a lot of us are experiencing is it is kind of artificial in some ways like we have an opportunity to stop evaluate and make an informed decision when we make the space for that reflection and mm. those questions and you can't be a firefighter all the time so yeah, i know that's the right. nature of communication so it's like sometimes you just got to put your mask on first take a step back take a walk yeah. Yeah. yeah that is that is key I think that's key. And I think that you you kind of hit the nail on the head. You can't be a firefighter all the time. I think that, you know, we were so used to that frenetic pace. We got to do something. We got to get this. We got to. We, no, we don't. <laughs> and maybe if we slow down. This, okay. So, Reggie, Here we go. you know, I'm relatively new to the world of uh, philanthropy and nonprofits, right? Um, but there is a saying that I've heard uh, numerous times that I am not the biggest fan of. You tell me whether you think I'm uh, uh, putting, too much, put, too, putting too much weight in this. And it's not just philanthropy. It's something that people say in business. And maybe it's my artistic mind. Maybe it's the Aquarius in me. But something in my soul hates this phrase like to my core. It is, hey, you know, we're in the middle of this and we're just building the plane as we're flying it. You're not supposed to build a plane as it's in the air. That's not how any of this works. So we can't do this to ourselves. And mm. what I, what the reason, the reason that, go ahead and laugh, Reggie, get it out. I can see it I'm, in your face. I'm just, I'm a way to hear the, <laughs> hear the context behind so this particular it's, it's, it's one of those things that you do. And I think that it, having the, having the ability and the, and allowing ourselves to kind of be in that space is um it's detrimental to us all because it's, it's setting an ex and the reason i hate that saying because it's setting an unrealistic expectation that you're to do the impossible which is to build an airplane while it's in the air um and it's one of those things where it's a, a space where we force ourselves to operate from a place of deficit and i don't i don't want to make it seem like oh well the only way you can do something is if you have every single resource and you don't you know what i mean i'm not mm -hmm. saying that at all but when you say that 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 and maybe it's just me it may be my own inner trauma <laughs> um but the reason that phrase bothers me is because i feel like it almost sets people up to fail and and it's puts people in the puts people in a position where they feel like they're less than if they can't do the impossible and I, I don't think that that's a way, that's a healthy way to create and build, particularly if you're trying to create something where you're trying to build and create and nourish communities or just build and create and nourish others. Like I have to put myself in an anxious, almost, you know, frenetic state or operate in that state uh, in order to get this done. Now, there's a difference between saying, hey, we got to work hard. We got to figure out some new innovative ways. Mm -hmm. um, but when I hear that phrase, it's almost like it, it, it just is almost 
I, I don't like to use the word triggering because there, there are people who are literally in situations where there's language and things that trigger them. It's yeah. not that case, um, for me at least. But the reason I, I take um, issue with that phrase is because I feel like it's unhealthy um, sometimes, in, particularly in the world of philanthropy, because it's so wedded to a cause and it's a cause that many people are, are passionate about, whether it's social justice, whether it's ending racism, whether it's you know the, the proper allocation of, of, of resources so that everybody has a more fruitful future, regardless yeah. of those, whatever that case is, um, because you're so connected to it and you're setting yourself up in almost this, this uh, impossible standard, you know, imagine walking around feeling like you're failing all the time. You know what I mean? I, I, I guess that's why I kind of uh, react to it that way. But, you know, give me your thoughts, man. Am I, am I just, am I, am I making this up? Am I, am I doing too much? I don't think you're doing too much. And, um, and first I'll say that, you know, Greg, your feelings are valid. Like no matter what anyone else feels about them, your feelings are valid and they matter. Thank so, you, Reggie. I appreciate like being, that. Being grounded in that asset, you know, to mm-hmm. prevent deficit thinking. I, you know, you talked about the Aquarius in you, the Gemini in me is of two minds per usual. You know, I can, you know, mm-hmm. kind of oscillate back and forth between the opinions. And I feel like while I also dislike the phrase, you know, building the plane while flying it or building the ship while sailing it, I think the larger context of it is. You know, I think about it from the the perspective of public policy, where it's like if you're kind of lost at sea and you've got all these disparate policies that are impacting economic opportunity, how folks access it, you know, protections for parents who need to take, um, you know, paid family medical leave, all these other different types of things. Like, how do we get to the right the right constellation of puzzle pieces to make a picture that works? And I feel like when you're at sea, it's it's very often to to feel lost, but you're still floating, <laughs> you know, you can float for a little mm-hmm. bit, but only, but for so long, like, how do you get the resources and pull them together so that you have a strong enough raft that you can build into that boat or that arc, you know, to keep you afloat longer term. And I think the, the adaptiveness of, of the moment that we've been in and needing to kind of shift convention rapidly go from in-person to strictly virtual to hybrid to uh, quasi-hybrid and all these other things has, have made some space for us to suspend that that initial belief that we can't do things a certain way. But it also needs to be, in my opinion, phased, phased in with a scope of reality in mind as well. So it's like, how are we getting to that optimal goal or output while also being realistic of the confines that are currently limiting our opportunity? And what things can we change? And what things can we maybe uh, continue that are working well? But flying, you know, it's it's kind of like pushing the bird out of the nest. You know, it's like you, if you have the wings, it's up to you to to keep yourself afloat at a certain point. You know, but mm-hmm. only when you're ready. Um, I think it's challenging, though, to say to say the least. That it is for me not not as much of a trigger as well. You know, it's more of a. It. I think it's an invitation to assess. Like, do we, like, are we doing this in the right? time in the right way and in the right intention and spirit for us to be reaching our, our maximal goals. Um, yeah, I'm going to sit well, and think about that for the rest of the day, I'm sure. Also, I think it's, a, you know, it's it probably offends me as a writer, too, because it's a cliche. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's, there's that piece of it. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know we were going to have a therapy session for Greg this this episode. Um, <laughs> but I think that um, 
I think that's a piece of it as well. But I also think about it, like I really think about, like we were talking about self-care, um, we kind of mentioned that. And, and I think that in the world of, of service industry and, and nonprofits and, and, and philanthropy, I think there's also space where people get burnt out. Um, because Absolutely. again, you're really doing challenging work. And, 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 it, and it's regardless of what the space is, it, you know, there's some people who have direct contact with, and their service providers that can be challenged. There's some people who are dealing with donors on a regular basis, and that can be challenging. Like so, by virtue of the by virtue of the job, there is a space where you're getting called on, and, and you're you're getting called on a little bit deeper than what you would in I think any other space of work. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that you know you can be passionate about your restaurant, but, you know, sometimes you can turn that off, you know, but it's difficult if you're a service provider to turn off some of the things you may see when you're dealing with, um, dealing with a family or dealing with, with folks that, that, that need assistance. You know what I mean? It's, you can't turn that off. So I guess anything that kind of adds to the, to a very, um, to, to, work that that draws on you kind of on a deeper level i guess that anything that does that i'm very um very wary of because i mean this is is incredible work and it, it's you know there's a lot of people who listen to us in a variety of different spaces in that in that world and i i just want i want people to take care of themselves because it's very difficult to kind of take care of anybody else if you if you're not right you know what i mean sometimes you have to you know to beat this uh, uh, a cliche into the ground, you gotta land that plane, get off, and figure out one how this plane was flying without being fully fully built, and you know figure out the best way to get it to get it to go right, so that you don't have to feel that 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 frenzy, you know sometimes people operate in that frenzy, and that's not good. It's it's you know and it ends up being the kind of thing where they. It, it plays out in other parts of their lives. Like we want to try to instill joy and love and, and, and warmth um, throughout people's lives. And that's part of the quality that like, that's to me is what I'm working for or where I want people to be kind of pushing themselves to, to create a space where we're, you're feeling good. Like, mm. and I don't necessarily mean you're feeling good in the sense of this euphoric and you don't have any response, you're euphoric and you don't have any responsibilities but you feel like you can, you can survive this life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it feels like, you know, and I, and maybe this is going more into my therapy session. Um, maybe this is me as, as, as a black man who uh, survived the inner city growing up. Like, you know, it feels like the, the, out to, the world is out to get you. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a, there's a lot of obstacles and I'm, and I'm sure in every, every, sector of our society there are people who could say that you know they, they felt that that feeling like the world was out to get them but if they're out to get us and you're trying to help and you know what i mean you got to take that space to to not feel that frenzy to not feel that 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 um not feel beat up like that and i, I just want the the people who are in that work to you know to sometimes take a minute and, and give yourself some love you know what I mean? Because I think that sometimes we're so caught in the middle of that stuff, Reggie. Like we're in the minute, we're in the yeah. moment, and every you know we're on the we're on that razor's edge because this has got to get done. You yeah. know, 
you know, we take a second to realize that, you know, it and, and be truthful with yourself, realize you're doing your best if you are doing your best. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and also use that time to strategize on how you could do this better so that you're not in that state of 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 frenzy. I know for me, um when I'm operating from a place of joy, and this is something I've I've really tried to push myself to do and to and to build from a thought process of abundance. You know, I I I came from a space of kind of always thinking, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. And you know, when you you start off with that negativity or you think around that, you're always trying to protect something. You're always trying to, you know, you're trying to do that on a regular basis. I think that sometimes you know, we gotta, we gotta think about uh, the abundance that we have. Like I look at some of my friends in this world and I look at them and I believe they're superheroes because I know where they came from and to see them where they are now, to see them in, in, in being successful, being whole, being parents, being, you know, being great in their, in their, in their, in their careers or in their businesses. Like, you know, sometimes you're in that mix so deep, you don't necessarily give yourself a pat on the back or to, to give yourself some love or to even acknowledge your journey. Like it's, you know, it's, 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 you know, life is rough. (laughs) You know what I mean? Life is rough and it's hard to get out of alive. You know what I mean? So you got to give yourself some love on that journey on the way, man. Cause if you're, you're fighting all the time, then, you know, what are you fighting for? If you don't give an opportunity to get some love. Yeah. I think it's challenging also when, when we talk a lot about the types of conversations that we've had on the podcast and the, the sector leaders and the movement leaders that we're looking to engage, often folks describe this level of work as uh, in a couple of different ways. We'll, we'll talk about it as head work and heart work. Head work, meaning that it's mm. re-roll, it's policy, it's systems thinking, mm-hmm. and it's it's intentionally heart work where it's like, I am tapping into empathy, like Ubuntu I am because we are, like how are you connecting to people directly, telling stories, sharing stories, amplifying voices so that more folks can have the conversations needed to get to that level of head work. And then also folks refer to it as a labor of love. You know, where it's like, I love my community. I love having these types of conversations in partnership with someone like yourself. Like, how do, how do I continue to build that forward? If, it, if it's an alignment for me, if this is the, the path that I've carved out for myself in life. While also the, the flip side of that coin of the labor of love aspect is the emotional labor that comes with being a person of color, being a black man, having multiple identities that are layered on top of one another, and then needing to also do the day-to-day operations of, you know, like your nine to five job, your Mm -hmm. five to nine job, you know, Mm -hmm. relationship management, friendships, staying connected to community, getting outside, being at Silk on a Thursday, whatever the case is, (laughs) like, how do you, how do you get, how do you manage all of that while also needing just to take a step back and say, wow, like, we're going through a lot. <laughs> We're going through a lot collectively. And folks want to continue acting like the status quo has been okay. And it's not, it wasn't sustainable before. Now at this point, like, I don't know how I used to go out to two or three multiple events in a night after work in person. Like at this point, my energy is, has shifted so much. I'm working to, to, you know, to find that joy about like really being out in person with folks in a way that feels safe and feels comfortable and feels connected. I'm getting there, but there's, you know, a lot of social anxiety that comes for me with that. And it's like, I, but we've come a long way, you know, modern medicine and, and, and trusting the facts has gotten us to, I think, a better place, mm-hmm. but it's difficult to, 
to feel the joy sometimes for me and and celebrating and being like convening in person while they're like, you know, we've lost over a million Americans alone, like to, to Mm -hmm. COVID over the past two years. And like, we talk about that, like, it's not a really big deal. Like that is a lot of people. That is a lot of people. And then, you know, it's nice to stop and smell the roses. And it's also nice to stop and honor and reflect those who we've lost and doing all of that in a complicated, but I'm also two minutes late for the Zoom meeting. I got to go kind of moment is often where I find myself just having those aha kind of like, whoa, like I'm just, I find myself looking out the window right now. Like, like, wow, like this is, this is go, this is crazy right now, but we're here and we're still doing it. Yeah, that's my rant. It's getting into therapy for the both of us at this I, point. You so. know what? Listen, I Woo! and I, I hope that there's people out there that are feeling where we're coming from and, and they're, that hopefully maybe we're even giving some voice to some of the things that they're feeling because I, I think about the, you know what, I think really kind of what we're discussing, Reggie, is are some of the long-term effects of, of COVID and the pandemic even beyond the actual, you know, the vaccine and the diseases, you know what I mean? It's beyond that. It's like, how do we put ourselves back together? Because like you said, was was what we were doing before sustainable or is it, it it just was what we were doing? You know what I mean? And, and, you know, like you said, it's getting back out into the world, but getting back out in the world and, and not having that anxiety, you know what I mean? Like who's, you know, you sitting in here and you're like, who got that cootie shot? You know what I'm right. saying? Like you worry, <laughs> you worried about that when you go outside and then the, the, I didn't realize how much, um energy i expended yeah. in social situations until that was all shut off and then um it's almost like i'm we're all recalibrated and reset and i think that was also one of the gifts of the the pandemic in a, in a strange way is that by forcing us all to sit down it helped us reprioritize how we move forward and i think that is probably the driver be- behind things like the great resignation People are like, yeah. wait a minute, I was going to this place every day, missing my family. You know what I mean? You're doing, yeah. you, you start looking at what's really important in life. And like you said, a million people across the country, you know, are, are no longer with us. But that's a million families yeah. that have been affected. And, you know, that's not just two, uh, one person, you know, there's right. multiple people for each one of those people. So it's, it's, you know, and then all of us, whether we whether we got lost or some of us that were in, in very very sick, and they're still yeah. dealing with the you know the pieces of long COVID, and and though and that's just you know the the sickness itself, you know yeah. the effect on our society, and then in the middle of this, we're having a culture war, an information war, where you know all of this is all happening at the same time. It is perfectly okay if you need to t- sit down. Right, you know, what I mean? it is all right. Sit down. So yeah. if you're if you're hearing my voice right now, I'll, you know, I don't have too many words words of wisdom. You know, I have occasional ones, but if you, if you feel the need to sit down, sit down, and, and take a second to recalibrate and get yourself on the right page on the right page. Because when it's all said and done, you know, you you need to make sure that you're feeling whole, right. Um, before you can be of service to anyone else, regardless of the industry that you work in, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm happy to be in a place where um, 
my employer is taking those things very, very seriously and, and making measures to do that and, you know, being very conscious of it. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm happy to be in a spot where, and I'm fortunate to be in that spot. Everybody doesn't necessarily have that. So, you know, where you can, however you can, you know, I just want everybody who can hear us to take care of themselves, man, take care of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the podcast is in no way religiously or not like denominationally affiliated to a religion, but you know, my phone, the Bible app showed me a Bible verse or like that I'm looking at now. And it just says, don't be anxious about your life. Do not be anxious about your life. I'm like, look how timely, <laughs> like okay. how timely. I was like, whoa, you know, and when I, when I sit back and I think about, it's like taking that deep breath, taking that cleansing moment and checking mm-hmm. in, you know, checking in with myself, doing a body scan, like, where am I holding tension? How am I, how am I actually feeling today? Like, has, like, when's the last time you talked to you, you know, like, and I've, I've always said that your self-talk is important. Like, you yes. know, like how, how you wake up in the morning, maybe you have your affirmations, maybe you're, you know, blasting your music and you're getting your dance before that 9 a.m. and then you you know you roll into professional Greg or Reggie it's like how are you also making sure and checking in that like when things aren't well for you you feel safe and you have an environment where you feel safe to say those types of things like for for your livelihood if you're not feeling your best today but you still have to perform as you said not everyone has the luxury of having an employer who Mm -hmm. is really taking these like intentionally people-centered approaches to dealing with the trauma and the experiences that we're all going through collectively I like, I feel fortunate to work somewhere where like, where we're able to have those types of conversations and check-ins and we're building the muscle to have those types of connections on a deeper level. Cause this is that, that head and heart work. Like some of this heart work is not what folks come to work thinking of <laughs> needing to do. They want to come mm. A plus B equals C and I'm on my way out at five. Like, how mm-hmm. do you like the more that we make our, our spaces and our conversations and our communities more intentional about being in support of one another. I feel like we can get to the type of change needed to solve some of the, the culture misinformation, folks mm-hmm. trying to buy Twitter wars out here in the streets, but change takes time and it takes trust. And uh, like, I love catching up with folks in person. Don't get me wrong. Like doing, like getting back into the energy of being able to do that has been like my my pandemic push because I enjoyed having not initially but like the forced break having to sit down having to be in the house it worked well for me in a, in a way that I hadn't assessed previous to this because it had not been an option mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't a thing in person out of the house catching up with folks like that's that was just the nature of the game for me now it's like how do we make how do we make options available? Like, are you like, are you good with this time? Are you good with this meeting at four o'clock? Cause we can also postpone, like maybe, maybe blocking that time in your calendar so that you don't have, like, you have to learn yourself to know what time of the day you do certain types of works. You know, we've talked about it um, mm-hmm. before, you know, like as creatives and then also as tacticians, like you need that, you need to be able to maximize your creative juices at a certain type of day. And you need to do tactical things, operational things at a certain type of day. If you got a chunk of, of space that's occupied, how do you expect to put out your best if you mm-hmm. haven't made room for yourself? So I wanted to ask you, Greg, what does your self-care look like? Oh, man. Um, well, yeah, and all that said, my self-care is, yeah, I, I feel like I could do better at it um, and I'm trying to improve it. But generally, it, it, it involves music. You know, I will I'll definitely make it a point to sit down and, and catch up on new music that's been released and, 
you know, like for example, there's a new Kendrick Lamar album that's come out. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna spend some time, you know, riding around to that as I as I go through my day, but really kind of connecting with new music. Um, and, you know, the reason that music for me has been super important is because many of my my deepest and realest and 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 most important friendships have been around music and the arts. You know, mm. when I was in college, people were coming to me and like, yo, where are we going this weekend? What party are we going to? So that to me is the arts. You know, what song are you listening to? What you know, what I mean, that was those were all pieces of of my identity as a person, but also um how I connected with other people. So, you know, that's where music kind of really sat sits for me. Um and it's it's always been kind of important for me like that. So I and plus, you know, just by nature, like it 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 helps me. I feel like music allows you to connect with other people. You know, what I mean, you're you're hearing the thoughts of somebody. They're putting their words together. They're putting their 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 what drives them, and you're getting an understanding. And so, either you get an understanding about somebody, or you get the feeling of recognition because they're reflecting something. Excuse me, that you're going through. So I think that's kind of where where it is. And then you know, the extension of that art as well. You know, film, same kind of thing. You know. I have to go see, uh, you know, the Doctor Strange multi, uh, multiverse of madness. I, I need to go see that. Good. Yeah, like, but it's there's times when like that to me, like going to like, and it's weird, Reggie. I'm I'm strange enough that like I like going to movies by myself. I don't want anybody talking to me. You know, how you go to okay. <laughs> so let me explain. Like, let me explain what I mean by that because it makes it sound like I'm antisocial. What I mean is. When you go to the movies by yourself sometimes, particularly if it's something like a Doctor Strange, right? There's there's so much that with Marvel movies, particularly, those movies aren't movies that are those movies aren't movies where you just see Doctor Strange one and you understand everything that's going on. You really have there's to pay attention. Five other movies. There's uh TV shows on Disney Plus. That yeah. are all part of this lineage, like truly like comic books. That's the way comic books are, right? Yeah. That's the same way these films are. So if I'm going to that movie, I've already done all my research because I'm big, a big fan because I've been watching them all. I don't want to spend my time watching the movie, bringing you up to snuff and you tapping me every two seconds talking about, well, who is he? And why does he have that hat on? And what does that mean? Where does that power come from? Is she a good guy or a, girl, a, a right. bad guy? Like, man, leave me alone with my popcorn and this soda. And then it's another thing, Reggie. This is going to sound really selfish. And I want our troublemakers to chime in on this and uh -oh. to let me know whether I'm crazy or not. You leave a comment wherever you may need to, or you could hit Reggie and I when you see this come out on Twitter. I also like to go to the movies by myself because it allows me to have the proper soda to popcorn ratio. So when you buy, <laughs> why? Don't laugh at me, Reggie. I'll share. I'll share it with you today, brother. Don't laugh at me. I'll tell you about my popcorn in a second. So I like. So when I get popcorn, I get my popcorn and I get my soda. You have your popcorn, then you have sips. And you don't need anybody throwing off either or. So if you take too much of my popcorn, then I'm left with all this extra soda. And if you take too much of my soda, I'm, I don't have enough soda to get me through the popcorn. 
And when you come with other people, they always throw off your popcorn assoderation because this is what happens. Let's say you go on a date. You're on a date, you get up to the counter and you say, hey, you want to get some popcorn and get some candy, whatever. Let me get a popcorn, let me get a medium and a large soda. That's my, my proper popcorn to soda ratio. Hey, do you want something? No, I'll just have some of yours. No, no, no. I will buy you your own popcorn so you don't throw off my whole situation over here. So what do you want? Tell me what you want. I'm going to get you your own popcorn. But that's so wasteful. I Listen, there are bigger problems in the world than the popcorn shortage that you're creating by getting some extra popcorn. Get your popcorn, and I'm going to get mine. Because then this is the other thing that happens when you go to the movies with somebody else. What if they don't like your butter to salt situation on the popcorn? Mm. Now that you're now they're in now they messing all your whole situation. This is a key part of enjoying the movie experience, Reggie. You're I'm, laughing I'm at me. You. You, no. I'm I'm sharing with you, brother. No, I'm with you because I have I have my practices. So you know, for me, okay, I would rather either divide a bag of popcorn so folks can have their individuals because of like how I am one about germs. I'm like hands you know i'm like I'll, oh I'll see i didn't think about with, cooties with hand see, sanitizer you know just like you get you you dip in your dip and i dip in my bag you know uh, <laughs> but then also too because i, I i'm a big fan of like a, a like a salty sweet combo and i do mm. like butter on my popcorn um i don't drink i'm not a big soda drinker i'll have it every now and again but like if i go to the movies in person i might want like an icy or something but okay. i but but because I like candy, I like like gummy sour candy. So I'll put my candy in my popcorn. And some folks don't like that. So it's like, I'm like, if you if this isn't your bag, like you have your own. It's it's always good for you to take care of your needs. Put your mask on first. <laughs> get your own bag of popcorn. Get your <laughs> get your dipping dots or whatever else you want. Get the nachos and recline in your seat and do your thing. I you know I just like to kind of pour them in intermittently. And then if I want some, I'll have some with some popcorn. If I want a little popcorn, there's probably some at the bottom that hasn't gotten hit with the candy. So I'm like, but I love like Sour Patch Kids. All of that. So mix that's, with the popcorn, Reggie. Mix with the popcorn. Yeah. I'll just like, yeah, it works. It works for me. I, works listen, for me. I, this is a judgment free zone. Thank this you for is, making a safe space. For I, her. I, I was going to say, this is a safe space for you to share. My interest in part of this is that when you get this, and this is your combination that you're putting together. Yeah. Do you have you ever run into somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I'll just get some of yours? And you're like, oh, no, no, no. You get yours because I got a whole situation going on with this mix. And then and then do you have situations where people judge your mix about your salty sweet combo and try to make it seem if something is wrong with you enjoying your popcorn the way you choose to enjoy it? You know, I'm like, for, for someone to be able to judge me and my popcorn choices, their opinion will have to matter. No. Um, <laughs> I, so I would say that I, you know, you typically try to be courteous. So I'm like, like, would you like some popcorn now? You know, it's like you you put up some, you know, some some flares. It's like, all right, things are about to get a little different over here. So if you'd like some popcorn now, let me know. Um, and typically I find that like with movie theater popcorn, the big bags or buckets as they used to do are too much popcorn and they often get like very salty. So I like opt for like a smaller medium. And then it's like, yeah, if you want some popcorn now, we'll just get a little extra bag. I'll pour you some in or you could just get your own. 
you know, and then I asked folks, like, you want some candy? Like, I don't just mix it all together. I'll put some in and then I'll eat some candy on its own. I'll eat some popcorn on its own. But I like having the option to mix it together and kind of ration it out for myself. It all depends on the vibe. I wouldn't put, although I, I like, you know, it's funny, BJ's has had this, um, this chocolate kind of zebra striped popcorn, which has been really good. I wouldn't like be in the movie theater, like throwing Reese's feces in my candy. Like that is a bit too much for me. Well, I'm glad to see that you have some level of restraint, Reggie, because uh, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what you just go willy nilly with the candy and the popcorn, you know what I'm saying? It is a, a man of decorum and, and, and constraint. Okay. A little couth on it, a little couth yeah, Exactly, track, some but, couth. Oh, goodness. I don't know how <laughs> we went from talking about self-care to popcorn. Like <laughs> Self-care. Well, listen, popcorn is a part of the self-care. It is. You know, it is a like, part of the self-care. So you you asked me what I do, you know, engaging in the arts, you know, and and I and I'll I will say one last thing about the whole thing. Usually with music, I also like to go to live music events. I, yes. you know, to me, that's always a hallmark of, of my connection with an artist. It's, you know, I, I love listening to recorded music, but going to see them live and seeing how that translates into a performance and what they're creating with. And it also lets me know whether the energy and the hype is real. You know, obviously the power of the internet is that it gives the opportunity for people to share their stuff. And, you know, it makes it seem like this person's the next big thing, but then you go to see them live and there's only three people in the room Oh, maybe they're not. So I like to go and see see the proof of the of what I what I'm seeing about this particular person. So we've we talked about my self care. What about yours? Other than the, your candy and popcorn um, situation, what else? What are some of your other practices that you engage in for self care? Okay, so I'm I too am big on music. You know, I love live music. I think for me, one of the key ways in which I will connect deeper with an artist is to go see them in person. Mm -hmm. And I typically like going to see artists that I'm not as familiar with live. So that way I get a sense of their, you know, live music just hits different, you know, like the, mm -hmm. the arrangement, you know, sometimes you might get a good mashup and it really, it creates a different experience. So when I'm hearing they're pre-recorded, you know, the recorded stuff that I'm streaming, you know, I'm like, oh, like I get it. It really connects for me. It really links up. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm glad to be able to, to do more of that again as we, you know, as we get back to being outside and being able to come together in person. I really miss those types of events. Absolutely. I also like my space though. So I'm like, like if, if, if this were a club, like I would, I would want an option for a table, but I also like being around folks, you know, like, but I just like having a respite some like a, a, a like a, a space to take a break some breathing room you know it's just like like i want to see y'all and i need a like i just need to be able to like okay i'm good I'm so, right. so you're the type of person that gets a vip table not because you're trying to impress people but for for, for effort to make sure that you have a, a positive experience and it's about self-care so when you're popping bottles it is <laughs> when you're popping bottles on the big head and, and sitting on couches <laughs> It is really not, it's not about people seeing you. It's about you making sure that you have a place to properly engage and enjoy the arts. Yeah. I mean, I just like, if I want to have a seat, if I want to take a break, I don't want to have to fight someone to take a break. Like I just, I will make that experience available for myself. Mm -hmm. um, but that's when, <laughs> that's if and when I, if and when I'm outside, which is oh. not, not often. Um, other forms of self-care for me, you know, there's the, 
like I listen to a lot of music and I enjoy, you know, I, I sang in the choir as a child. I enjoy singing. So, you know, I was saying to myself, or I like driving and like blasting music okay. and just like, you know, like enjoying being uh, like on a, on an off, off hour outside of traffic time frame. Traffic has been crazy, but, you know, getting back outside and just being, a, you know, being on the road, just jamming. Like I love I didn't music. Know, I didn't know that, that you were R&B Reggie in your spare time when you was part-time. <laughs> Okay. EP soon come now. Um, <laughs> unless you got a record deal or something. I saw Diddy. Diddy is uh, starting up Love Records in Detroit. But, yep. you know, I'm not, you know, not doing anything crazy on the track. But, you know, well, listen, so that, means when, that means we could connect with DJ Teddy Ted or maybe some of our creative friends like Amandi Music or DJ Real P or K.O. Hey, um, yeah. And we could get a... Uh, 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 a King Boston mass budget good trouble uh theme song for the podcast and you can come in and do some doo-wops in there too I think I think a little doo-wop I think I can hold that down yeah I think I can hold that down um, right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna reach out to Amani see if he can write us a theme song here we go and have, and have you sing lead and then he'll he'll be back up <laughs> La la la, uh, but no. Outside of see, outside there you of go. That, you you brought the la la la's already. You ready to you ready for prime time, baby? I'm like, please don't let watching Sister Act two get anyone confused to think that I'm out here hollering on a mic. <laughs> but but in terms of my self care, you know, I've really I've made it a point, particularly in response to the pandemic, to prioritize mm -hmm. getting physical movement in, and I I really have to do that earlier in the day now. Like I can't. I used to try and like go to the gym after work and all of this. And then now, like, especially working from home, being sedentary, sitting, staring at the computer, talking to folks, it's, it's a lot of mental energy and it changes how your body, or at least for my body, it changes how like my energy is set up. So I'm like, all right, I'm exercising early in the morning. I get it done before my calls start. And then, you know, I'm like, light a candle, open, open a window, like blast some music on an off break, you know, building in time in my day to do like, like decompress moments after a meeting, like the little things have helped for me. And I'd say also too, just finding, I think finding new opportunities to try things where it's like some of the places that I've liked to have gone to for like food or drinks have closed. So it's like also exploring and just being in that beginner's that novice mindset and being open to trying new things. I'm really, I, you know, the other day I was thinking, it's like, it'd be dope to just like go on a hike, you know, just like get some folks together and see what hiking is like around the state, mm -hmm. other parts of the state too. Like, cause there's, there's a lot that we have access to mm -hmm. can a two and a half hour drive. will it'll put you at New York, but it'll also put you at Western Massachusetts. Like put you right where else, years. right. You know, it's like, how do we get outside in a way there's space. Okay. Hopefully less traffic. <laughs> and we Definitely have the opportunity to see to see more but yeah other you, you mentioned food as part of the self-care yeah you know i think that's part of it as well but that that's also why the the movement is required because you start enjoying self-caring too much with the food <laughs> you know what i mean you gotta get yourself and get in the motion that is something that i'm trying to do but i'm trying to think of if i was going to recommend to because this jumped into my mind as you said that if I was going to recommend one good meal to somebody in the city, where would I send them? And I think the thing that I would send most people, if they're, if they're uh, a meat eater, um, I would, I would say go to Mita 
mm-hmm. and get the short rib lasagna. Oh, they have a short rib lasagna that is worthy of a conversation on the King Boston Mass Budget Podcast. Okay, it is, it is incredible. It's worth the trip. There's days when I'm driving by on Mass Ave. I'm like, yo, if there's if there's decent parking, I will pull over. <laughs> and i would go (laughs) order one to go because it is good and then you know my other place that i that picked up on recently these are best wings i think i've had in a long time man listen i might go there today or tomorrow now i'm thinking about it oh you it's called it's called hold on let me make sure i get the right name i want to make sure i get it right because you mentioned these wings before yes God, so that, which tells you how how serious they are. It's Buff's Pub. Buff's Pub. Yes. So Buff is not my cousin or nothing like that. Just like the the you know the good folks over at Mita not are not they're not family. And is this is an this is a recommendation from Greg because of the stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. So the short rib lasagna over at Mita, right on on Mass Ave, and then any of the wings at Buff's Pub in Newton. Okay. Listen, man. The lemon pepper is lemon peppering. It is serious. <laughs> oh. I love some lemon pepper wings. So I'm, oh, look, I'm, I'm really thinking about how I can um, swing a trip to get these wings in tonight. I might hang up with you and head to Newton. That's how good they are. Shout out, shout out to Buff's Pub, apparently, because Buff knows what he's doing. I okay. know, I don't know where his wing acumen came from. I don't know if this is family recipes that have come year over year. All I know is that the lemon pepper wings at Buff's are serious. The regular buffalo wings was was mean. Mm-hmm. You got a honey hot wing that's all right. Okay. And then the other stuff on the menu is great too. So if you ever get a chance, you want a good meal. Go over to Puffs. It's it's small. It is small. It is it's a small little spot. Real neighborhood feel. You don't have to get dressed up, but the food is definitely good and 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 just real cool people where I went over there. So I had a positive experience all the way around. And then Mita is is kind of almost like the the higher end um, dining version of that. Like it okay. has that neighborhood feel. Um, I love the tiramisu. Yeah, see? Mm, it has that neighborhood feel, um, but at the same time, you're you're having such high-quality, well-made food, you know? So and You see, now you got me thinking about food options because, for me, I love I love a good brunch. Uh, and buttermilk and bourbon, which is... Where is this? It's on the corner of Commonwealth Ave, and I think either Clarendon or Dartmouth. It's, like, right in, like, Back Bay, like, off mm-hmm. of Newberry. They have these bomb biscuits and they serve them with like a cinnamon butter and pimento cheese spread. So you have the option if you want something a little bit more savory mm-hmm. or if you want something a little bit more sweet, their brunch is popping. Okay. Poppin'. Fried chicken and waffles, amazing. They serve beignets. Their food, um, you know, they have a um, they have a New Orleans style barbecue shrimp, which is really great with like that, like a little bit of that spicy and dewy sausage. It's just hot, like jalapeno grits. And I'm like, whoo. Um, I'm trying to think about where else do I, do I like to patron? There are a number of really great restaurants in Boston. Um, yeah. 
now you have me now i need to do like a food tour look we might have to we might have to bring these mics and just start setting up shop in some of these <laughs> some of these I'm restaurants not listen i don't know if we could do that because just the amount of smacking that we'd be doing on a mic <laughs> uh, we gotta just make sure we break, make sure these mute buttons are working correctly so the people are not hearing us chewing their ear as like right. you know what another thing reggie if we're gonna get this voting thing getting taken care of voting in the community you know we gotta make sure we we have the mute button it <laughs> is operating and working but def you know i would say if you if you you know take that time i think that our 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 theme of today is take the time to take care of yourself mm-hmm. um make sure you're right and if it is anybody out there if you got some good ideas on how to take care of yourself you know let us know please let do because always looking for recs always yes. looking for recommendations you know, oh, I got one more recommendation, and this kind of goes to our, our previous conversation about music and, and live music experience. I think the other thing that I'm recommending to people, and I feel I and anybody who's seen me in the past few weeks is probably in the past few months has heard me recommend this. I would say, even beyond that, probably years. Um, is a silk party, silk, um, silk RB party. It's a monthly R&B party that happens here in the Boston area. Um, they move it around from space to space. Mm-hmm. And, uh, originally, it was happening out of Cambridge and LaFabrica. It's moved from there. Um, it moved? It moved from LaFabrica. It then went to Big Night Live. Wow. Where they did 2,000 people that were jamming out and having a grand old time singing R&B and dancing, dancing their faces off. And then for the past couple of months has been over at red lantern okay um, red lantern has good food too yeah see now that now i forgot about you to go, now you just made it good food good music <sighs> oh now i'm definitely outside so red lantern yeah and then it's now i think every quarter or so they're going to probably go back to big night live or big night okay. live or go to a larger venue so um the brothers that put that 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 together rob um and and real p along with their entire t- team um dj baby in the glow and and just everybody that's part of that squad is that's making that a reality doing something incredible and it's it's you know it's something that i'm so excited about and i'm i'm happy to announce that it's going to be a part of the uh embrace ideas festival for our block party we're actually bringing silk outside to the party so it's going to be um, hey. A stone groove, as, as the old players say. No, so, that's right. You know, and what day is some, the blo- what day is the block party happening for us? Six seventeen is happening on June seventeenth, from three to nine p.m. Right in the heart of Roxbury in the Blair lot. Um, it is if you go on to embraceideasfestival.org, embraceideasfestival.org you can get the ticket information the block party is uh free so you but you do need to go on there and get your ticket and um get get your ticket so go on there grab a ticket and come on out it's going to be a good time and that's going to be one of those times where you're going to i i have so much anticipation of that night um we before we have get to the silk um outside portion of the night we have a, a action-packed night of, of things that are going on and it's going to be incredible i think people are going to have a, a, a great time and it's that joy that we were talking about that we wanted people to find it was really important with the with the festival to, to incorporate the arts and incorporate joy 
And I think that um, at the block party and, and in other pieces of the week, we'll be able to find that. So I want everybody, if you can hear my voice, come on out, have a good time, wear some comfortable shoes, you know, find your, your, your dancing sneakers. You know what I mean? And come out and cut some, I was going to say cut a rug, but you have to cut some concrete. How about that? Come on out and <laughs> cut some concrete. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I got my good inserts and my good shoes. I'm ready to, to, to cut some concrete. <laughs> That's a, don't tell nobody else you put your right inserts in your shoes. You just sounded 150 years listen, old. Listen, sharing is caring, all right? If you need some anti-fatigue, if you've been sitting around a lot, it, mm-hmm. things are different. Things are different. But um, in the spirit of joy, <laughs> Greg, in, in the spirit of joy, what's your outside outside of maybe hitting buffs or some of these other restaurants what's your commitment to joy for the week for, for the weekend um well you just took it away because I, I more i thinking about it it was going to be hitting buffs to get some of the some of those wigs but outside of that you know i think i'm going to do i think it's something i'm trying to do as much as possible i want to encourage folks um and i think we did that a bit today um through our conversation but i want to encourage people to kind of to find that joy in themselves, man. And just, you know, one of the, it's something that's, that's, that we all have the power to do is really lift our, our friends and our family and those key people around us up with just the, with some kind words. You know what I mean? If you look at a lot of the discourses yeah. going on and, I, and, I, and trust me, anybody that knows me knows that I'm not trying to tell you to say some fake happy stuff. Um, I want you to say kind words that are genuine. And if you see somebody trying, let them know. If you see them, if you see them kind of struggling, you let them know you're there for them and 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 just speak some life into people. I think that we all need that. And we, you know, I I love to I love to do that, especially if I see somebody who's who's going forward and going in the right place. Like I said to you earlier, like I have a lot of friends in my life that have have had um difficult um situations and and i see them overcoming them and i think they're just they're superheroes man so if for the superheroes in your life if you're if you're near them let them know they're superheroes that's what i'm gonna do let the superheroes know they're superheroes what about you my friend i'm with it um one of the other things that i forgot to mention um around my self-care has been becoming a plant dad during the pandemic so i you know I was a person who could not keep a real plant alive. <laughs> I was much more team vinyl and artificial than I was for actual greenery. So um, my plants, I have some aloe that Marie Francis actually gave me. She works with us at Mass Budget um, that have mm-hmm. like tripled in size. So I'm gonna spend some time after work today and I play my music and repotting some of these because as is true to form, sometimes in life you outgrow the circumstances and you need to shake things up, loosen that earth off and put yourself in a new pot. So I'm excited to be able to do that with the plants in the house and then, you know, just chill. I'm taking it easy. I'm excited to to spend some time with some friends and loved ones over the weekend and get outside. It's supposed to be beautiful this weekend, but uh, starting starting by giving these plants a new home so that they won't hate me because they are, Greg, it's serious. They're, they're like, they're really outgrown these pots. I've been waiting, so I'm excited to get into that. I can see the genuine. I, I I can see the genuine love that you have for the. I did not know. See, I, this is wonderful, Reggie. Get the opportunity to learn about your green thumb. This is what we've learned, folks, about Reggie this week. We've learned he has a green thumb, and we heard that he has got a singing voice. And as soon as I can get the Good Trouble podcast theme song remixed, 
from the DJ Teddy Ted remix. We're gonna get Ooh. that done with you, Amandi, Kaovani, and Real P on a, on a, on a, on, a, on a with a with a sixteen bar verse. Okay, I'm gonna see what I can do to make this happen. As long as we can get it syndicated, distributed, all of that good stuff, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And we and listen, if we do a music video, we'll we can show off some of your, your what you call it. We can show off some of your plants. I think. Listen, I think we should do, look. Should we do the music video at the block party? Because it sounds. I mean, we could if you want to bring the plants out of the house. Into, you can put them in the trunk and bring them over there. We could bring the plants out, and then I, I and and now that we're talking about the video, I can get the catering from Buffs. It meters. See, this is a there whole power plan comes together, baby. Okay. Well, y'all better stay tuned for this block party because it's about to be of epic proportions or stone groove, as Greg said. Yeah. Well, listen, there's going to be food trucks and all that good stuff out there as well. So I'm, I'm, I don't have to just bring the wings from Buffs or the food from Mita. I can still enjoy some of the food trucks that are going to be there as well. So okay, fine. We'll, they'll have options, brother. Now I want some food from Sweetie Joe, and I haven't had any of the Agusi or any of. I have that like ah, time to go oh, back. Oh, you know where I was? I, we talk about Nubian Square, Soleil. Soleil, yeah. I went to Soleil and ate like a king the other day, boy. Woo! Mm. Oh man, it felt like I felt like the king of Westeros after I had my plate <laughs> out of there, boy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Listen, if you and and trust folks. No one is paying us for these endorsements. These are genuinely places that you can, you'll find me in Soleil. You'll find me at Buff's Pub or, or sneaking in a meter and grabbing my food to go. So these are not paid endorsements. We don't, we're, we're not in that business just yet. <laughs> we're not in that business just yet. But, and, and listen, if you have some places, please feel free to share them with us, man. Leave it, leave, leave the, Leave your words of encouragement. Where do you like to go? What are you doing for your self-care? You know, let us know because I think we're all in this together and, and that's a piece of the puzzle that that we can't um can't ignore. We we need each other in order to continue to go in, in the right direction. So hopefully right. you've uh, had a good time listening to us shoot the breeze today. I think we should do more of these episodes where it's just me and you talk. Not to not that I don't like our, our guests. I don't want anybody, our past guests to get the impression that we don't like them or that, you know, to have ourselves having booking problems in the future. But I enjoy having these conversations with you, Reggie, because you always have a rich perspective. And then I learned stuff. Like I said, I didn't know you were an R&B singing gardener. I did not know this. You know, I think I think that that's a strong term, but I'll take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll work. We'll work on carrying the notes and making sure that I can keep larger plants alive. Some there, some of them are finicky, but I definitely appreciated this conversation today, and I hope all of our tri- troublemakers did as well. So we can we can do more of these, and also being able to bring more voice into the conversation. So let us know what y'all are looking to hear us discuss. Folks that we should maybe think about reaching out to would be great because you know we're all about the power of community here at king boston and mass budget so thank y'all for being here with us and greg thank wow. you as well for always being a spirited troublemaker with me on this crazy ride reggie i uh, i appreciate you and thank you for being uh being you and being here and being present and like i said i've learned so much now i like i'm i'm now my mind is is firing like okay what can we do with with this aspect of reggie that we could put out there so you know, be, be get ready, folks, for the remix. They get call ready, the Silent Storm. Exactly. See, he even got a, a nickname, boy. I'm about to, we're about to kill him. All right, folks, listen. 
Uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for checking in with the Good Trouble, Trouble Podcast, and we will see you soon. DJ Teddy Ted, take us out. <laughs> <laughs>